okay. We can do that. Okay. So, your phone, you have an iPhone 2? Yeah, 2. Yeah. 2 6S from 75 years ago. Yeah, the uh, SX Plus Max. The 6S, which might as well be a corded landline phone, because <laughs> if I do anything with it, literally, like do anything where it's pinging Wi-Fi or check anything, I will lose like 20% in like five or 10 minutes. I have a great plan for you. Have you ever seen, they make batteries, like Anchor makes a battery pack that it basically looks like a phone. Like it's the same profile as a phone, mm -hmm. like sort of thickness, height, you know, in almost every dimension. So it's like you're holding two, so like you can plug that, <laughs> battery into your phone and it's like you're having two phones and then you have like double the battery life so like or they, put a I, phone right next to my head on one side and the battery and just yeah. radiate yeah, you know what it could me. be be like one of those like beer helmets but two batteries that you put on <laughs> it might be needed but you actually went to the apple store and got one of the new batteries when everybody was freaking out about batteries yeah, when they had the uh, the, the great the, battery freakout, <laughs> the recall or the I guess not a recall, but the exchange thing for batteries, I went and did it because it was a little bad. Then it got real bad. So I think it, you got there's done. a real you chance that whatever they, they gave, did made it worse. Did they give you one of the other people's recycled batteries know, when right? they came in and had a bad battery? That's what it seems like. It seems like it, but regardless. I know this is on the way out, so I'm. I've been looking for the next phone. Um, is the Pixel Three A A for almost as good as a regular Pixel? I don't in your know, future, but I'm really tempted. A because I really need a new phone, uh, and B. I don't know. So we talk about the Google I.O. announcement and I guess in a little bit, like ev every tech company right now is having announcements except for Apple. Um, but we'll yeah, I mean, I guess with Google, we could start with the pixel sort of being the bread and butter, although it is interesting that they're going a pure, uh, you know, mid-tier market phone. Yeah. Well, I remember back in the day, I had a Nexus 5, uh -huh. and that was like the best phone ever because it was around this price range, but it was almost a top-of-the-line phone. Like, it had the internals of a top-of-the-line phone. Um, right. Like, the first Google-produced ones were, like, way cheaper, like, way more in that market. Yeah. When they got the Pixel, they're like, we're going to go into this iPhone game. <laughs> yeah. And just charge people a lot of money. But did you see they're actually even having a special Google, uh, the Google store, and I think B&H and Best Buy. If you buy a 3A, yeah. you get a $100 gift card. So it's yeah. like $100 bucks off. Best Buy's, I think, is just $100 off. Really? So well, that's $300 for a brand new phone, which has a massive battery. And, um, so, I, I mean, I guess we're kind of retconning this a little bit, but we just talk about the phone itself, which to me. Uh, you seem like a purplish guy to me. <laughs> purplish. I would totally get that phone, by the way. <laughs> if I had, a, if I had the choice. I would probably go. Purple. I feel like I always go black with Android and then like the white or gold or whatever with the iPhones. But I've had the OnePlus 3 for a long time. And that's sort of my 
backup, although that one is really, really slow at this point. So I kind of want a backup phone. And at this price, it almost might be worth getting and then seeing what comes out in the fall. And, you know, I'm somebody who, especially now, I'm trying to hold on to phones for a long time. So I'm not just like swapping them out with every new model. But with this one having the same camera on it, uh, the only thing I'm a little nervous about is if the casing holds up, if the plastic, which I'm assuming is probably shouldn't pretty pl- strong. Shouldn't plastic be? Well, the the other Pixel is glass on both sides. So I would assume this would probably hold up better than a standard Pixel. Right. So I, that and then the screen makes me just a little nervous. because, And I haven't seen it yet, so I don't know. But I get the sense that it's maybe a little bit of a step down. Although it's actually more pixels per square inch than this phone that I have right now. And it's an OLED screen, which I like quite a bit. So I don't know. At, you know especially and not right to now mention, I think, I think the biggest, yeah, I think the biggest feature of this phone is that it has the pixel camera from the expensive pixels, which is the best in this man's opinion, the best yeah. smartphone camera you can get. So the cat, the camera quality should be almost identical yeah and everyone i'm hearing from even like people don't seem to know the for sure answer if it is exactly but like they're doing side by side tests and it's literally the same i think it is the same it is active edge too that's good yeah active it's the the same back camera the the front camera is i think a step down but i don't care so much about that well, they have two on the front of the new Pixels, which is kind of useless. It's kind of a gimmick. It'll, it'll, you can, it'll do the stitching together of both right. the cameras, so you get a wide-angle selfie. But I like right. never take pictures. I never take selfies, so like I, I do not care. Yeah, I care more, I, and I do spend a, a decent amount of time doing like phone photography. Like it's, you know, the camera I have on me all the time, so I take. You yeah, know, I wish that, with it. I'll give this to Apple. They're they're. Video is much better than Android's video. So hopefully that's the next frontier right. that they tackle video being better. Yeah, they seem to have better stability, like optical stability. And even the 6S camera, because I was looking up stats side by side recently, has like 4K at 60. Uh, and this one doesn't, which granted, I don't really know what I need that for. But, you know, when you start comparing things side by side, um, you start looking at it. But it's like between that and then... It should have everything. Like it, this phone should have NFC payments, all the normal stuff. Even if some people are saying it's slightly slower than the Pixel Two or or Pixel Three, rather, I don't do a whole lot on my phone. I don't really want to play games. I just want it to have normal apps and stuff. Like I'm sort of at a point where I don't want my phone to do a whole lot. Right. I'm in the same boat. So I feel like next. Uh I'm at least taking a step down in screen size next next iteration of phone. Maybe even a step down in, in quote unquote quality. If you yeah. know if these like mid tier phones are this good now and this cheap. So yeah. like even if I lose it or drop it, I'm not gonna like wanna kill myself. <laughs> and yeah, and the Pixel three A is virtually the same weight. It's like four grams heavier and slightly yeah. taller. But it, does it has a whole extra inch of screen space than the phone I have now. So it would become a much bigger looking screen. Yeah. And don't forget, it has a quality of phones 
that is missing nowadays headphone jack <laughs> and a headphone jack this feature which i still important. use repeatedly even though i do have some bluetooth stuff i still carry around everyone in the world is telling you you don't need a headphone jack so you don't need a headphone jack ryan don't, don't. worry about it but i want it <laughs> but you shouldn't want it according to <laughs> all these multi-billion dollar companies selling I'm you things worthless you're worthless you don't deserve nice things like a headphone out of my head exactly <laughs> um yeah i'm interested to get your take on this because you're far more in the android camp than i am and android and google home and nest and everything else like you have the whole yeah. home setup all right, so do you want to actually go through the announcements? This was, like, I feel less... My takeaway from just generally, my takeaway is I'm less impressed than previous years. Because of products or because of, like, where Google seems to be going well, forward? Well, they don't technically... They usually don't announce products at I.O. It's usually, like, right. WWDC, like a developer conference, so they'll talk about the OS and they talk about these sort of other sort of AI machine right. learning initiatives. And the one, like, they, they I kind of want to go through it. Do you have, like, a thing, like, sure. a run-through? Yeah, yeah. All right, let's go through it, and then I'll give you my opinion. Uh, first step is one that I'm at again. Uh, the crowd is so terrible. I hate watching these things now. Well, they're like, developers. They Apple's, don't get out much. I know. Like, Apple's kind of sucks, sun. too. And... <laughs> It's like you know that Apple also pads like the first half of their of their auditoriums with their own people so that they clap and stuff. Mm -hmm. But when you're watching this and it's like, here's an AI shark, don't let it get you, and everyone starts laughing and hollering and stuff like that. I'm like, this is this is god awful. This is the dumbest <laughs> thing in the world. <laughs> well, these are developers that are probably paid by their com. You know, this is like a vacation for them. <laughs> they're, they're they're like going here for their companies are usually probably paying for it and they're sort of by definition of being an android developer probably maybe a little bit more if you're a, uh an apple developer but you're kind of a fanboy of the platform probably oh, sure. there's nothing wrong with that i just think the stage presence feels so stilted and apple's does it too but you know them talking about like the most important thing is figuring out the food and where that is. So log into your Google IO device and or your IO app and stuff like that. So mm -hmm. anyways, so yeah, Google Pixel 3a and 3a XL, which it, it's crazy to me that the XL is only less than half an inch bigger. The screen size is yeah, 5.6 to 6. The XL that I have, I think is 6.5 or 6.3. Yeah, like that. and it's I think that's bigger. math with the notch. I assume the physical yeah. device is about the same. Yeah, probably. Anyways, I, th I just thought that was interesting. Like extra eighty dollars for like less than half an inch of. Screen I mean, that state. makes sense. In it, it you feel it. Yeah, you know. But yeah, I like the smaller head or you know hand size phones. So, uh, Nest Hub and Nest Hub Max, which. Seems like they're. I, I'm hearing that Nest is doing a lot of kind of restructuring, like kind of pulling out some of their old developer um, API stuff. Yeah, I just got a bunch of emails related to that too, because they might have. I don't wonder if they surprised a lot of people. So I got one from my garage door mm -hmm. opener, 
And I got one from Lutron, which are my in-wall switches, saying Nest works with Nest is going away. I never used it anyway because it never made sense to me. Because it's all, like all works with Nest, I could feel it really did was share away and home status. It never really did anything else. So like hmm. it would be like, oh, my garage door can talk to Nest and see if it's away. And if it's away and it's open, it'll send you an alert. If you're away and it's open, it'll send you an alert. But the app can do that itself without Nest. Right. So I never really understood that. But yeah, as we recall, I don't remember if we talked about this on the show or in a pre-show with all these alphabet companies and they spun out Nest into its own company or when they bought Google bought mm-hmm. Nest. And I think then the alphabet split happened and then that became its own company again. Right. But they kept YouTube, even though that one makes sense to be its own company. But I think that's because, as we know, YouTube has all the traffic and the revenue and then Nest does not, even though they're selling $250 thermostats. Yeah, Practically, the reason that Alphabet became a thing is because shareholders got upset that Google was being sandbagged by all these other investment properties. So now Google and YouTube are its own cash cow, and then everything else is free to lose money and be invested in, yeah. uh, including Nest, which, if I remember right, Nest has had some issues in the past with... Um, struggling financially well tony fidel well tony fidel remember it's the one of the original ipod Mm -hmm. industrial designers started nest and then he i think did he leave before it was acquired by google there's a bunch of stuff yeah but at least of the like smart home players like i as you can tell by my home i trust nest one of the most in terms yeah. of because they are Google, in terms of secure it's the stuff they're doing around security, stuff they're doing around privacy, ironically, and all these other things, just because I think Lutron doesn't have that experience, the experience that Google does with securing accounts and stuff right. like that, you know, and all these other like you know Hugh, you know Phillips who made light only light bulbs for the past fifty years is now putting a hub in my home, you know, right. And I will so, credit like, Google. Like Google's one of the few large companies that I don't. I'm not aware of any massive issues they've ever had security-wise. Like they have always been on top of it. Right. And as we can tell, a bit major theme of this I/O was privacy. Right. They did a lot of talk around privacy and kind of doing some Apple stuff, which is sort of on-device machine learning, and then sending the model back without data. Right. Um, I know uh, I'm reading it here, but I remember in the keynote that they said like Google with this home hub, um, the switches on it, like the physical switches on it actually, uh, disconnect the electrical unit between dis- the camera. Yeah. So technically you can truly disconnect the wiring between the camera and the device, yes. um, which is, you know, pretty cool. I think it's a good thing. Right. Um, yeah. I think they all learn from what was it? Was the Amazon one that was like the, the spot, was it that they wanted you to use as your alarm clock, but had a camera in it that you couldn't turn <laughs> off? Yeah, that. And then like the portal, then Facebook portal, which I've never heard oh, yeah. anyone talk about. Well, F8, like, yeah, you're right. All these things just lined up because F8 just happened. Yeah. Microsoft bill, which I think we'll talk about a little bit. Because there's some relevant stuff happening. Yeah. And then uh, Google I.O. kind of all happened the same week. This There's at least a couple other sort of tech upfronts, but 
uh, I haven't really gotten to dive too much into them. Um, what they, I, the most interesting thing for the Nest part of it to me, because I don't really, I don't own any Nest products. I don't see myself really owning any mm-hmm. anytime soon, but they're rebranding all the Google Home stuff as Nest. So they're like, something about the brand is working because they're doubling down and kind of removing Google from the name in some ways, which is to me kind of interesting. Yeah. So is it called the Nest Home now? The the small one, the little puck? The Nest Hub is at least the big one. The Nest Hub um, is the screen. And right, the Hub right. Max. Is, so I, all those things got renamed in my house. But uh, the I'm not calling it that. It's just I just like <laughs> Google screen that sits over there. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, but the but the the Google Home is now the Nest Home. Is that correct, or is it just the one with, with the screen? Uh, I'm not 100 percent sure, but I believe so. That's weird. So um, did they ch- because the branding of Google, I would like to see. Do they, are they going to change the boxes? I don't uh, know. No. So so okay. So I'm looking at the Google Store now. So the the speakers are still Google branded. Still the Google, so the, okay. It's the Google Home and Google Home Mini. That's interesting. That's weird. I don't right. I don't know right, the because rationale the, there. I, the original idea of what is now the Nest Hub was it's a Google Home with a screen on it. Yeah. Yeah. So I'd be interested to see like because the branding of Google proper hardware and the branding of Nest is very different. You know, just the how they package things and how mm-hmm. they sort of present themselves are very different. And it's it's also weird, right? Because even the things like the hub is made out of the materials, like that gray cloth, is something that is a Google. It looks like like a pixel case. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. So that is very confusing. Yeah. Um, Some more of the stuff is augmented reality stuff in search, which they talked about with like the muscle fibers or the shark, which everyone in as fake a way as possible laughed at uh google lens which microsoft is doing a lot of this too and i've actually seen some of um not from microsoft build but before that like the accessibility stuff with like reading menus and stuff like that and i don't know i don't i feel like i feel like the one thing that this struggles with is that the last thing I ever want to do is point my phone out at a bunch of stuff to get it to tell me what to do with it. I feel like there's sort of a misstep there where it's like, I don't see this stuff getting used because yeah, in I practical day to day life, I don't see how you, how or why you, you know, use your phone as this kind of intermediary between you and the real world thing you're looking at. Right. They attempt to give me scenarios in which this will be useful, but I never think about it. Right. There's like not, not a, I it is available to me. It's on my home screen all the time because it's like embedded in the Google search bar. Yeah. I never use it. Yeah. Um, I see, I can see the Google Translate stuff. I would probably use it. A little bit, yeah. But like if I'm in a place I want to read what the sign says, you know, radioactivity. <laughs> um, if there's not a universal debt crossbone skull and crossbone right. sign. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that... That's really all I can see. They did show, um, was it Google Lens? It was something around, oh, no, I think it might have been because they, they were showing at the menu. 
Yeah. And then it showed pictures of the food from Google Maps or wherever they're uploading pictures of the food. Right, like the user submitted. So then you have like a Denny's style menu where you have a picture of everything on the food. I mean, that's interesting. But again, I'm not going to, I don't care what the food looks like. (laughs) I care what's in the food. Right. I really don't care. Yeah. So, I mean, I guess it's good for AR because it's still growing and it's small enough that it's like these things are, I don't see these things getting used too much. I mean, I, it would be cool to like scan your receipts and stuff if it automatically gets used and it can like sort through the data and properly handle it. But um, I don't know necessarily enough points, but like I said, I I remember looking at or watching some uh, Microsoft stuff before where they were talking about um, accessibility and like, you know, visual blindness and things like that. Um, And using that to with like text, like OCR and text to speech to translate or not translate but to uh you know give audible reading of menus and different stuff like that it's like so you know air is continuing to grow in a good way i just i don't i don't need my phone to show me a shark in the living room or whatever um duplex is i actually think is kind of interesting on the web mostly because if i can use it to give small like phone calls that I don't really feel like I need to be there for, I think would be cool. Although I'm kind of interested to see if there's any backlash from this is, this is what I want. So Google duplex as it is, I don't find useful. I have it on my phone. Again, I don't find it useful. The one where it actually calls you when people were freaked out. It's the scope right now is so limited. Yeah. That like, it's really only useful to make reservations at restaurants that are not, do, do not already have reservation systems on open table or any of these other, any of these other places. I have to do that every single week for trivia, for the trivia bar that we go to, because uh-huh. they got rid of open table. I, I think because they had uh-huh. too many false positives of people like booking and then not uh-huh. showing up. I if wonder I could, if you could set a Google routine. Yeah. If you could set routines to say something to the Google Assistant at a at a like set time. So I bet you could hack that together. That's what I'm to saying. Just like, have that if do I could just get rid you. of these dumb phone calls that I already hate, like talking to the phone anyways. But if I could do yeah. that and have things like, uh, you know, just get online to duplexes web portal or whatever and be like call yeah. this dentist tell them to cancel the appointment because i was a thou- i was literally gonna say that exact sentence because i hate so, doing that crap <laughs> i hate it so do you remember path it was the like personal social network yeah like this and it was like you only have like, like a private instagram yeah 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 but then as they were kind of dying and they pivoted into this thing called path chat and what it did is it kind of did i this is what i want i i would hope the google assistant the duplex evolves into which is you could chat businesses and even though if they didn't have any chat uh capabilities what would happen is you would chat path but you would look on a map and you would see a bunch of businesses and mm-hmm. you would click chat and you would chat with that business and but, you know, you would you could say thing you could do some things like, oh, I need to make a vet appointment for my dog. So you type in, I'd like to make a, an appointment for my dog. I'm who say so and so for my dog. So and so at this time. Yeah. And I assume what's happening on the back end is some Indian person is calling, actually calling 
and just transcribing what what's happening back. So if that could happen with AI, uh, that would be amazing. Yeah. But I, when that was around and it was free, I used it all the time and it was amazing. Really? Just to do those little things. It saves so much time. Another one, this is my favorite one where what I did is I remember when the Nexus, this is very Google related, when the Nexus 5, no, Nexus 6 came out, the big Motorola one, mm-hmm. which is probably the best Nexus phone in my opinion. Uh, I love that phone. Uh, when it was coming out, and again, it was cheaper. It was like a cheaper phone at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, it was. I don't. There was some confusion around like when the exact date because it was like a T-Mobile exclusive in the U.S. So what I did is I basically wrote the sentence: "Do you have the Nexus Six <laughs> available?" today to buy and i copy and pasted that to like 10 t-mobile stores within five miles right and one of them got back to me and i went and go got went and got it and then it turns out they weren't supposed to sell it to me for like two more days so i had it for like two days before (laughs) anyone else that's awesome i would love to be able to set it up like in the future i could imagine because i've had times where i had to call like the post office and go through their customer support or something crazy like that and it's like you have to set it on hold for like 30 40 minutes sometimes yes so if i could just have them call it and then once it picks up and be like can you confirm you're a real person okay let me connect you to my uh, i'm the assistant of ryan let me connect you to him and then call me like that would be yeah. awesome yeah i don't even care that's great that's a great idea too but like Usually in that example, sometimes I'll like have to call FedEx or something like mm-hmm. they didn't deliver a package and the person is sent, telling me the same shit that they tell literally everybody. Like it's like a script. It's like a, it says they just need to look up to tell me where the package is so I can pick it up. Right. No. I don't even need to be involved. Yeah. It just needs to transcribe it back to me. Yeah. So that is what I want to happen. That is not what they announced. They announced no, for sure. a duplex on the web, which just, to me, looks like a fancy auto filler. Yeah. Although yeah, I like did I'll, just buy, I, I did just have to buy movie tickets, and I had to, like, download the AMC app, go through stuff, uh, register an that. account, do all this stuff. Yeah. If I could just go into Google and be like, buy two tickets for this time, I'm okay with that. Right, right. Exactly. Um, yeah, uh, a few other things like more smaller stuff, but I think it's kind of cool, like better Google assistant with Waze, better hands-free driving, which I don't use anymore. But when I was driving, I really liked, uh, Google auto and, uh, um, and, uh, Apple CarPlay, um, better uh, relevant to us. They're mm-hmm. adding podcasts to Google search results. I saw that, yeah, which I and hope ties will, into the live transcribing that's going on. Yes, I believe that's also going to happen. Yeah. So that will be searchable. So I guess if someone searches for the, that sentence that I just said, they'll eventually they'll get to that. For things I got wrong. <laughs> um, exactly. Better incognito mode across multiple services, including Maps and YouTube, which I guess is fine. Um well, that's up to that's like with their privacy yeah. situation, which is fine. I mean, that's good. I never really thought about it until they mentioned it that like okay, I might be searching for weird things on Google Maps. Yeah, like where am I searching? I'm searching for brothels. I don't know what I'd be <laughs> searching for that I wouldn't want to like know. Like, I mean, I'm gonna, sort of if I'm searching for it, I'm going to it. Right. It does seem kind of weird because Maps seems so much more private than even I guess what you would not want somebody to see on. Right. Browser or whatever, but I don't know. Um, 
live again live captions and transcribe which is a good thing i guess unless it's taking all your data and using it i don't know how i feel about that but i think overall it's good especially yeah. for the public well, stuff like in the podcast yeah. feeds they've been doing that on youtube for the past seems like the past few months yeah just trialing it and it works pretty well it's yeah like works impressively well oh man i wish i could remember i was I can't remember. It's not going to come to me now that I was, there was some video and it was converting what was said to what was transcribed. And it was, it was just like polar opposites, but in like a way that somebody would cover themselves. It was something like, ah, man, I don't remember what it was now. So this is pointless, but it was like, uh, you know, we're here to take all your data and it was like we're gonna fetch the privacy of your data and it's like something totally <laughs> opposite um anyway so still has some work to do to get yeah. accuracy but certainly so that, good stuff this is what i'm saying so that was really it besides the an android q stuff which we can talk about in a minute that was all i think that was announced that and the last one is uh project euphonia which is a AI thing for um, speech impediments and stuff like that, which is yeah. you know, more more. I lumped I lumped that in with the auto transcribe yeah. stuff. So more they good stuff for accessibility. Yeah. I mean that's great. Yeah. I mean that's awesome, but it's like not relevant to me too much. Yeah. Um, uh, I'm glad they're doing it, and it just shows the power of their sort of machine learning models, which will then feed into other things. Yeah. So I do have Android Q on my phone because I have a Pixel. Yeah, and then Q was the next thing, which seems like it's great because they have dark mode. Good night, everybody. Exactly. I got it for two reasons. Dark mode, which already pseudo-existed on the Pixel and on the previous version of... Yeah, because you can go... Uh, although the, now what, they really, yeah, what they really announced was an API for apps to know if you're in dark mode. Right. Because before there was a dark mode. And it's stretching out. There's a there's a dark system mode, and now it's supposedly stretching out to like Google's yes. homepage itself and photos and some other stuff. So it's yeah. it's broadening a little bit, but Android's for as long as I remember has had yeah. um, you know solid black or dark mode in the system, and now YouTube has had it for I don't know about a year or so, and uh, you know more and more things are doing it, and it seems like it's getting to the point, like you said, sort of the API where it's like if you set it on your phone. Other apps that have it, um, I think, can be triggered. Like if you're on Twitter or uh, Slack or something like that, I think it will default to dark mode now. Uh, I'm not 100% sure. but um, uh, Yeah, I think that's sort of the idea. Yeah. And then um, focus mode, which seems... Uh, this These always seem pointless to me, but, and, you know, like that and the whole... Um, I forget what it's called now. The Apple, like time saver thing and like the different things that are like you know we'll control how much time you have and look how much time you spend on your phone now. right like, these were now very just uh, notifying me every well, couple one days reason this was, spent. yeah well one reason this was disappointing android q's already had two betas already so we knew mostly everything that was in here right and two it's these are just like very small incremental updates to basically things that already existed there's nothing like new yeah Except they did announce the new Google Assistant, which isn't available yet. That that was very interesting. Basically, how it had hooks into everything that that woman was saying: do this, do that, blah blah blah. You know, take a picture, put that, send that picture to Ryan. Yeah, 
it did yeah, seem that was a lot faster now where it's like go to yeah. this go to slack go to photos and it's pretty much keeping right. up with pace but that's not part of android q that's just that's just the part AI. of assistant yeah, yeah. yeah so that was probably the most interesting thing so there is that and then also in android q was a new yet a new navigation paradigm which is it's hey let's copy apple's navigation for the iphone 10 which is that little bar at the bottom and then you swipe up to go home and you swipe middle to multitask um but they have a back gesture which is basically swipe in from either side to go back which is sort of weird because if you, and a lot of apps have a gesture where you swipe from the side and it brings up a sidebar. And that was up until recently in Android material design paradigm. Mm-hmm. So, but I've been using it and I like it because you get more vertical screen space because that I always hated on screen button for Android. And Android's had them for such a long time. It felt like it was such a waste of space. Yeah, to have the virtual. So like it one. gets rid of that. Yeah, yeah, the virtual, any of the virtual buttons. Yeah. Just like it should have been gestures for a very long time. And now Google Maps is taking away the part of the day where you spin around in a circle with Google Maps and try to figure out what orientation the blue light is fading <laughs> out of. Uh, <laughs> yes. With some AR stuff that will probably tank your battery, or at least would tank mine. Yeah, for sure. But uh, I mean. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. It's at a weird point now where it's like, obviously, for the last few years, we've heard multiple companies or like multiple, you know, the the critique is that things are sort of flattening out, like things are so close to paradigm now that it doesn't really feel like things are growing. But I think most of the growth is in not necessarily we have a new shiny part of the app. It's that things are getting a lot faster and a lot more collaborative and you it feels like there's less, but that's a good thing because you know Google's AI assistant can now move between apps, and it kind of it can kind of get you to where you need to go before you realize it some of the time. So it's like it doesn't have as many features. Like you don't need as many features. We have that covered. That's that's the point. So it's getting kind of to a point where things are getting more refined, and you know now companies are doubling down on privacy and giving you a little bit more control, which is good. Um, so but, that was the key. That was the keynote, but it's Google I/O, so there's like many more sessions. Yeah, there's dev sessions. Uh, uh, there's a whole list uh, of things about um, about the uh, Android Studio and stuff like that, like better speed for developers, a lot of stuff like yeah. that. Kotlin is now the preferred language over Java for building Android apps, so that's cool. Uh, get rid of Java, please. Um, and what I found, I'm kind of sad about. There is no hardware announcement and no really stage time presence for Chrome OS. Yeah, yeah. If they did announce, there's other things, like there's going to be one-click install for Android Studio for Chrome OS. There's going to be every new Android, or every, every new Chrome device launched this year is going to be Android, or be Linux container compatible. Mm-hmm. So, like, that's good, but, like, no, like, oh, this is, like, a new Chrome OS stuff. Yeah, it didn't feel like there were a whole lot of takeaways, especially for the general yeah. consumer. Like, yeah, there's a few they small did announce, things in dark mode. Yeah, they did announce Flutter is coming everywhere. Flutter is, like, their application across a lot of things. 
um, application framework. So it's kind of like a React Native situation mm-hmm. for web, Android, iOS, all these things. Yeah. So that's interesting. Um, so from a developer perspective, you know, they're moving to this sort of one application framework across everything. Yeah. Which, yeah, you know, again, is, so is where we're starting to get to, you know, even see Apple getting closer to that. Although, you know, they're still kind of uh, keeping their distance between the two because everyone thinks the world is going to rage if they combine the yeah. two and kill off Mac OS, which obviously isn't going to happen. But the more hooks you have between the two is a good thing. Yeah. Two other things they didn't really talk about. Where? Where OS? Nothing. Yeah, no wearables. Uh, very little about... Not even VR, and, not even the Daydream stuff at all. Yeah, very little about Android TV or Chromecast. Any any improvements to Chromecast or Android TV? Yeah. Uh, which is very stark in stark contrast. I'm sure when we talk about WWDC in a month, that they, Apple hits all these. They're like, we're everywhere and we do everything. Yeah. So, like, they'll talk about, there's a whole, even though I don't have not much to talk about, they will give stage time to Apple TV. They will give stage time to um, Watch OS. Not, not here. This might be an interesting uh, segue into the Microsoft stuff, but you talk about, like, yeah, Google was really fixated on really just Android, just pure Android, uh, which, right. granted, is their bed and, bread and butter. And as Apple goes, you know, even further away from hardware in some respects to way more services. And then the Microsoft build announcements, everything between the keynote and all of the times they were talking, they were cutting in between people a bunch, a bunch. And like, all they were saying was like, now thanks to our SQL databases and Kubernetes <laughs> and .NET awesome stuff. <laughs> it's like, they're so hardcore into the dev space now. Um, yeah. Which is crazy. No, and you'll, they are, they are. And, Windows Terminal was like a huge, a huge announcement. That and Linux, or not Linux, uh, or is it Unix or Linux as a kernel? Linux kernel. Yeah, yeah, okay. But is that part of that Linux on Windows thing, or is that something else? I don't know. I didn't keep up. Yeah, enough. I don't like, really care. I watched not, it. You're not kidding me. I would rather go to Linux. It's If I want to use Linux, I'm going to use Linux. I don't really see the advantage of using a Windows PC that has Linux on it. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, you know, I would in theory say the same about Mac, except for the Unix kernel it's on is like right. the most important part. <laughs> right. Um, and then, yeah, and then... Um, you know, the CEO is at the Red Hat conference or there was something there where they were paired up together. So there's like, they're really trying to like stake their claim into. Yeah. Don't forget Edge. Enterprise they, they level stuff. They officially announced like new Edge. Yeah. That is the Chromium Edge. And that's going to be, and then they believe it needs to be everywhere. So it'll be on. On Mac. On iPhone and on Mac and everything. And my first thought was. Now you're just going to stretch your development team way too thin, and it's all going to be crap because you're trying to be everywhere well, if, at once. But if they're really just writing, if the engine is open source and it is Blink Chromium, then they're just basically putting Chrome, pardon the expression, on top of it, right? And maybe a few other Microsoft. They'll set the default search engine to Bing for you. <laughs> and 
uh, you know, they're not doing, there's not that much that's unique to it. There's a few things, but it's not like, it's not anything that I find particularly compelling. Yeah. Oops, the, sorry, I started there. Yeah, it was uh, out of the whole announcement. Like, they had some somewhat interesting stuff. Like, I guess it's kind of cool that machine learning understands tech jargon and medical stuff and you know you can say gdpr and kubernetes on the back end of the server cloud and the array or whatever and it like the picks up that cloud. stuff but yeah it's like it's interesting to me that their focus on open source is so important to their enterprise play and like they were literally in their keynote, like talking about server arrays. You could get the huge, massive thing so that on site your medical stuff, because it's too slow to work in the cloud, but you can build these essentially server arrays of things that will work right into Azure and the Microsoft cloud. And yeah. I think build like what build is, I guess is more of a cloud conference, even though they talked about windows. Like I got confused cause they talked about a lot of that stuff, but then they also talked about, um, Edge and Windows Terminal and stuff, which are more consumery yeah. things. When at, Google also just had Google Cloud Next, which is that—that's more of their. They're talking about uh, Google Cloud Platform and uh, G Suite and all those other things. Mm-hmm. So that also just happened, which is crazy. That happened like a few weeks ago. It's interesting for a company like Microsoft that has always been such so enterprise heavy like that's where their money came from where their enterprise licenses that um they you know they they tried windows phone they tried i mean xbox in some ways is more consumer focused they've you know done a bunch of different stuff but like them coming back to enterprise is really where all of their money is and well because they're fail- they're failing in consumer and they can, i'm sure they can see that with the numbers and i don't think there's a lot they can do to yeah bring that back so they're like we better well, windows phone is go with the bread sure and butter back that is completely well yeah windows dead. windows phone and then like high-end laptops are all taken up by macs like yeah it's like there's not you know and then you know tab tablets you know even though that's another thing google didn't talk anything about tablets they talked like a very briefly about foldables um sadly like i really wish there was a good tablet some good tablet competition but like yeah, all these things are taken up by big phones, tablets, you know, it's taking the low end and then high end are all Macs. So there's like this middle ground is being eaten and eaten away, especially, you know, Chromebooks are taking up all of education. So they're being hit on all these, yeah. all these angles. But they're like, oh, you know what we can do? You stick on those on-prem servers. Uh, yeah. Well, one last thing I actually have, it's kind of the last thing I have is that you were talking about a lot of things that Google didn't bring up and I, I forgot about it, but, uh, I don't think they ever touched on Stadia, which is their whole new. Oh media yeah. I thought they were going to talk about Stadia and too. And never yeah. touched it, which I thought was interesting. Cause I, I assume you need a lot of dev backend <laughs> to promote. Yeah, well, that. I assume, but, and I would think IO is slightly more consumer too, cause they're talking about Android, which is a consumer play. And this is where they would talk about Android TV if they're going to put Stadia on Android TV or Chromecast or whatever they're going to do. So they did not. Again, they did none of these things. Yeah. Like you're right. It was just like here's our AI machine learning stuff, and then here is Android, and that's it. Yeah, I would assume Android gaming, and like you said, Android TV, even Chromecast stuff would probably start to pull into Stadia as like a framework in some way. And yeah, none of that. Right. So. 
Right. I would love to, I would love to see, a, I like Chromecast. Like I watch almost everything via Chromecast, but like it can use some love. Like it's been more or less the same since it was announced. Yeah. Like it should be a Chromecast 3.0. Let's get, let's get it going. So do you have anything else? Uh, no, that's it. Other than yeah, like I said, I slightly, my analysis is, it's just like very iterative. It's no surprises. Yeah. You know, Good on good on Google for doing this mid range thing, but again, that's what everyone else is doing. That's the the ten R. That's like yeah. you know the Sam, whatever the Samsung cheaper one is now. Yeah, and it's so like it's like a very much a me too. Yeah, the articles that are like Google's answered or Google's Apple ten ten R killer. I'm like what? Are you, what? <laughs> it, I mean, that was a year ago, and I, you know who cares? But I'm I'm very interested in the Pixel phone the 3a i I don't know for sure if i'm gonna get it it's a phone that most phones i just if i know i'm gonna buy it i'm just gonna buy it this one i really feel like i have to play with and the fact that i have to play with it is what i feel like is telling me that i'm gonna talk myself out of it but Mm -hmm. i'm certainly gonna go check it out in the next couple days and see if it's worth it at 300 dollars, man that's like that's such a good phone to have it's just your backup you know Mess around with phone. Yeah. Well, so you wouldn't make it your number one phone, even though it probably will be faster than your current phone and will definitely have better battery life than your current phone. Oh, no, I would. That would be my phone. But it's enough for me to consider, like, it would be a good intermediate and to have a backup so that I would get rid of both the 6S and the old OnePlus 3 that I have and then consider in the fall if I'm willing to make a jump for the iPhone 11 or whatever. Yeah, if you sold, yeah, if you sold those, you'd probably net positive. Just about positive. I don't know. Yeah, or, I don't know or how at least break even. At, at least break even. Yeah, especially with a hundred bucks off right now. Yeah, not that I'm like a Google salesman, even though I do have a Pixel phone. <laughs> I enjoy it very much, and I'm gonna be on that bandwagon just because it's the best Android experience by far. Like OnePlus, and OnePlus is gonna have an announcement soon too. Yeah, we can talk about that if we want to. It'll be interesting. Um, but even a one plus you're not getting the, it's all about the software. Yeah. And even though if one plus they make really fast phones and like the speed thing is a big thing for them, but with Android up, if you want Android updates, if you want security updates, if you want the Android security chip, all these things that are in the pixel phones, like it makes for just a much, a much better experience in my opinion. <laughs> <laughs>